Now, one of the countries that experienced extreme heat and forest fires back in July was Portugal. August has seen absolutely no let-up. Fires like these ones raging in the centre and south of the country. Monday saw the hottest temperature of the year, 46.4 degrees Celsius in Santarém, north of the capital, Lisbon. Well, uh, let's go back to one of the many people battling the heat uh, in the south of the country, the former BBC correspondent Alistair Leithhead. And uh, Alistair, we started speaking about, uh, what, 45 minutes ago and I think the heat overcame your computer but uh, you were telling us how bad the fires actually were. Indeed my computer is now on ice Matthew I hope we can get through this. Yeah um, I can hear the constant buzz behind me now of the aircraft that are doing uh, trips from the uh, nearby reservoir to the site of the fire that's just over the hill behind me. It's about three or four kilometers now from from where we are. It hasn't moved very far today because it's been such a, um, a calm day. We had 30 mile an hour hot winds from the east, from the interior, from Spain, from the hottest parts of the, the peninsula, uh, and that doubled the size of the fire in a matter of hours. The firefighters, of which there are now almost a thousand fighting this fire in 330 plus vehicles with around 11 or 12 aircraft, are trying to contain it before the winds change. And this is the big danger we have here is that the winds are swirling around and if it suddenly picks up and starts blowing again, the fire can cut off through valleys down through areas of eucalyptus forest and pine nut forest and the fire could spread once again. So everyone's still very nervous here, but hoping that the fire brigade are doing what they can, taking this opportunity to try and get under control of the fire as much as they can. And Alistair, how close geographically are the fires to you? Because I know last year they got incredibly close, right up to your house. Yeah, the, the fires were where I'm standing this time last year or a little in September actually last year. Uh, this was a fire that started again. It was a day when rarely we have these east winds and it was on top of, uh, top of us in no time at all. We had an hour to pack the car with all the things we wanted to save from the house and then we had to get out before we were cut off by the fire. All of the, uh, the hillsides here were burnt, but we have a lot of cork oak and cork oaks are designed for fire. So they've all recovered quite well. Part of our house was uh, was burnt, but again, it was just the outside. We were very, very fortunate. Um, unlucky that the fire came to our valley, but uh, very lucky that more damage wasn't done. And we've learned a lot from that. There are laws in place here that you have to cut the land around your houses, uh, strim it down in the spring so that fire doesn't get to the buildings. The firefighters drop water on buildings specifically. Their main priority is to prevent buildings from being damaged. We know there have been around 1,400 people evacuated from homes. We know there have been some houses and resorts that have been destroyed south of Sao Teotonio. That's the nearest town. It's five minutes drive from here. It's just over the hill. And the fire was on the edge of that town yesterday. Uh, and people there were getting very nervous when you can't see the sun for, for smoke in, in the town centre. People get very worried. And although today things have gone well, people are still on high alert and very concerned that, you know, the weather can change, the winds can change very quickly here. Uh, and then we could be in a very difficult situation once again. Alistair, tell me a little more about the, the size of the response from the authorities, because uh, you're actually experiencing the third heat wave of the year, aren't you? Yes, I mean, it has been very, very hot. Where we are here on the coast, uh, it's a bit cooler. This is why it's more unusual. The bigger fires are usually up in the mountains close to the Spanish border. There was one there last week which was huge but was then controlled. The advantages we have here in this fire is that um, it's close to a road so that the fire brigade are able to get to the flames and try and direct the fire into areas of flat farmland, areas without lots of shrubs and trees and eucalyptus. 
Um, we, uh, I, I spoke this morning actually to the nearby um, winery, the vineyard, Vicentino uh, Vineyard here. And they themselves, uh, 45 of their staff, fought the fire uh, as it was coming at them yesterday. We honestly thought that, uh, that they would have lost their harvest and, and their new winery. Uh, but they went out with water trucks. Uh, they went out with plows to, to plow land between where the fire is coming from and, and where it's going to. That happened to us. Our local farmer came with his son and cut big swathes of, uh, of land to try and stop the flames. The problem is that in the wind, um, and the eucalyptus trees that have this oil that burns is that um, they can spark balls of fire that can be, be sent 100, 200 meters. And if someone's not there to see them and to put them out quickly, another fire begins. That's why these fires can be so dangerous, especially with high winds. And it sounds quite frightening just the way that it can change in an instant because the winds have changed. That's right. Um, and also to complicate matters further, um, we have these very steep valleys. And when it gets so very, very hot, it can create its own weather system. It can create its own wind that takes things in a particular direction. Uh, and so one of the worries our friends have at the moment, they have um, 30 horses. They breed Lusitanian horses. They're much closer to the front edge of the fire than we are. And they are very afraid of it suddenly turning to the west because they know that then it's just a valley that the flames will come straight up. If it does that, it, it could reach our valley as well. So we're also keeping a watch keeping in touch with people. We have groups, friends groups, uh, watching uh, out for each other here in the countryside to try and get an idea of what's coming. At the moment, it's still calm. The uh, forecast is that the winds will stay from the south and will stay low. Tomorrow is a different matter. So we're just hoping that the fire brigade uh, will take control of the area that they're fighting at the moment um, before the winds return stronger. Well, Alastair, uh, just as you uh, conclude, we were seeing pictures of some of uh, the response from the authorities. I think you were taking us through. I think it's nearly a thousand firefighters uh, there in this area, 309 uh, fire trucks, 13 aircraft. It is a huge response. But uh, thanks so much for uh, joining us, taking us through all of that and good luck in the coming days.